Hey. We're in again. Uh, what are we? 88 Two Fat Ladies? Is that Two Fat Ladies? Is it? Are we in the 80s? Yeah. Oh, okay. 88. 88 we're up to. Um, or 78. It's 88. It's 88. Oh, okay. You keep saying 70s. 80. We're in the 80s. Last week was 87, which makes this week Two Fat Ladies. Okay. 88. Uh, write in, let us know. They don't write, there's no address. We haven't got an address. We haven't got an address. If you think that we should call this episode Big Fat Lady, <laughs> Two Fat Ladies. I'm not done with that. I refuse. He's refusing that. Um, okay, there you go. Forget it. Um, this two fat week. Men. Two fat men, okay. Two, two fat, non gender specific. Thank you very much. Right. This week we are talking uh, the Champions League final. Yes. We're also going to, you know... The final countdown. The, the final. Liverpool, Spurs, can that game live up to the majesty of those semi-finals? We're going to talk that. We're yeah. going to talk uh, what having such dominance, it seems, from English teams in Europe this season. So you're saying you like Europe? Yeah, so we like Europe. So this mm. we're going to call the... Oh, I don't know. The final countdown. We'll stay there for a bit. So should we we'll call it Europe. the remain section? We are going to talk about what English teams are doing in Europe, why they're doing it, how they're doing it, what this means to the Premier League. The importance of Europe, what's going on in Europe. We're then going to move there's on to actual Europe. There's lots of things in Europe. I don't think we should just be limited. Nope, there's a lot going on. We need on. to look outside of the... We do need to look outside the box. Into Europe. We're looking at the... And skip hand in hand with them into the future. We're talking Syria. We're talking the, the quickness of a football career. Yes. We're going to have some feedback. Yes. And then we're going to do, it says here on my list, Aston we're going to do Villa. an outro. So, yeah, thanks very much, you know, for listening Harry to that. Harry footballers? No. and you're listening to a Touchline Rants latest podcast back of the net oh you've still recorded it you there's a quiz happening there's a quiz happening on 10th of 10th it's Wednesday <laughs> Wednesday yeah. July yeah. the 10th yeah football quiz little man coffee yeah you guys, Touchline Rant, it's for the Mind Charity, which is a great charity the boys are very supportive of. Come down, test your football knowledge, have fun. That's it, come on. That's it. Crack on. Mm. July 10th. Mm. Yay! Right, Saturday, the 1st of June, something big is <clears> happening. <throat> okay, what is it? Champions League final. No, yeah, where, has it been shown anywhere? Or? Oh, we're showing it. We're oh, hosting a watch party at Little Man Coffee for it. Um... Sold out though. The, the the response was ridiculous. So thank you very much to everyone who got involved uh, and got in touch about giving, because mm. the tickets they the free entry, but we have a limit on who could get in. So yeah. Anyway, we got a massive amount. There's of There's a responses, Champions League so. stuff happening. It is. So yeah, just I wanted to say thank because I'm we haven't spoken since then. I just mm. wanted to say thank you very much for the response that we had in the tickets. We sold out in the first forty six minutes, which is phenomenal. Mm. Um. But yeah, so thank you very much for that. But the biggest 
story oh, is... Liverpool, Liverpool are playing Tottenham Liverpool Hotspur. versus Spurs. Now, um, will this final live up to the drama of those two semi-finals? Which I'm still not over now, Alex. I'm not over hey, it now. Hey, I still it, feel a bit of a wreck hey, after that Ajax Spurs game. Th- th- that Lucas Moura performance. It's one of the most. That semi final win for Spurs. And we were lucky enough to watch We watched it together. We, did. we watched it after. It was on while we were recording an episode of this podcast. So we were watching it live. And then we finished a bit earlier. And we got, got to watch the whole second half. Uninterrupted, and it was one of the purest forty-five minutes of football I've ever watched. Big time! Big it was time. incredible. This and it, my worry is that it's not the final won't live up to it because I feel like there's a certain level of expectation on this final, more so than you usually get because it's two English sides, but because of the way they both qualified yep. for the semi-final, you know, with that with Liverpool obviously hammering Barcelona four 0 at Anfield. It feels like this final has got a lot to it's, live up to. It's got a ton of potential. If it's the most exciting Champions League in recent years for me. Yeah. And I always enjoy the Champions League. This one is I'm the most excited about. Who do you want to win? Who do I want to win? Spurs. Okay. I won't I won't I want Spurs to win. Play to the to no, the game of Liverpool. Um, I just think if I'm judging it, you're not going to do it. No, look, I'm judging it purely on an. Do you feel that they're an underdog? Who Spurs? Yes, massively. Okay. How massively? I think. Look, my, I think if I'm taking it from a neutral standpoint, the yes, look, the Liverpool beating Barcelona was a great result. However, it wasn't as great and as romantic, I'll use the word, as the Spurs Ajax one. Now, I think if, going forward, I have been saying since October that Spurs look tired. I said at the start... Since, since Ikea. Right, I said... Since when we filmed since live when, in Ikea. We filmed live in Ikea. Since then, I've been saying that Spurs have got a very small... That was the first round of the Nations League fixtures. So I was saying there, Spurs have got an extremely small squad. They haven't bought anyone. Hmm. All of those players have just played... Bear in mind, they played in the World Cup. A lot of Spurs players went very far in that tournament. Also, think about all the players who went very far in the Euros in 2016. So going back to 2016, Poch likes working with a smaller squad, he says. He's had a lot of injuries this year. He nearly lost one of his star players to the Korean Army, which brings its own amount of stress. Big love, The South Korean Army, I should met. Specify there. Please specify. Yeah, please specify. Hunginson, one of our favourite yeah. players this season. So all of these factors have come into play, and I've been yeah. saying that it's it Spurs with a few injuries and how long their seasons have been, they're going to be tired early. And I've been saying for at least like because they slipped off in the league, and I've been saying for a while now like they are throwing it away, they're spursing it up because they're so exhausted, like they need more players. It's also the Harry Kane factor, which has yeah, been look, bandied around. Kind of... You've heard people on, I've heard people on the radio go, well, it depends if Harry Kane's fit, this, that and the other. Off the back of that, obviously you can change a game. You can certainly do that. Yeah. But there's too much emphasis on Harry Kane, really, won't he play, considering the results they've got without him. Look, yeah, exactly. He, they actually do very, very well without Harry Kane. I think now... And I was guilty of this myself. You were very guilty. We just guilty weren't recording this. Is that I was guilty of Harry Kane. I underestimated him as a striker. Um, to the point where I said he was just a finisher. Now, 
part of me thinks you that I've been... I had a lot of hate A lot of hate mail sent through. We've never had that before. Like, hate mail. Yeah, we... Look, like, things in bags were coming through. Um, Your face on a mule. <laughs> yeah, that was a good... That was a good one. Um, that... I think Spurs have shown this year that I was some... I, look, I say I was 50% right and 50% wrong on the Harry Kane thing. I think he's a better footballer than I'm actually giving him credit for. I think he's more, there's more to him than a finisher. I will admit that. So, But I will say that my point being that Harry Kane was not this world-class recognised forward that people thought he was has been proven right somewhat by the fact that Spurs actually have got a lot of really good results and kept their form up without Harry Kane. Mm. So they're, they're not overly relying on him. To a way... Uh, I'm trying to think of an example. To the way that Man City somewhat seem to Aguero. I think Spurs go into this the underdog, and I think that'll be a tremendous pull. But either, either side, whatever happens, fantastic for the neutral. It's going to be a great neutral. game. I hope it is a good game, you know? Because, like, how many times have we said there's just no stopping Liverpool? Like, the way they've just gone about their business this, this year, they, it deserves a lot yeah. of credit. Um copulation it it is it is a it's been a thing for liverpool this year yeah it has it's been huge so for them they they, obviously it'd be beneficial for them to win it for how many times the spurs get marked for not winning anything for x amount of years uh and liverpool they need something because they haven't for quite a few years as well so yeah look the liverpool thing is so exciting it is exciting they've done really well and Mm. to be liverpool though imagine and look, I, I know the season's only just finished. Well, it's not even finished. The league mm. is over, yeah? The, what I will say is if Liverpool get... How many points did they finish on? Was it 95? 90, yeah. 90, like seven, something like that? I can't remember. So forgive me. But they... To get that many points and not win the league is disheartening. Mm. To then get to the semi... To get to the final of the Champions League for the second consecutive year and lose that... Is disheartening. Yep. So if Liverpool lose this game, it could have a huge, huge impact on the psychology of that squad. Yeah. It could. But look, it's in Europe. We we love Europe here. I know yeah. you do. You keep going on about it. We keep. It's great. The final in Madrid. It's going to be immac- uh, incredible. No matter what, no matter what the result, it's going to be fantastic. It's huge. That's what like. That's why Europe's so great. Europe is great, right? Europe is great. We love Europe. We, We're gonna... I really, I love Europe. I should really we, like. Should Europe. we move ahead to the? To the Let's next just move section. ahead. We'll move ahead. Should we move ahead to the next section? Yeah, I think so. Okay. No. Right. Right. Who's gonna win before we do? Europe. Quick. Fair enough. I mean that we have players with problems, but we had on the pitch players with problems. I gotta say, Europe's still on my mind. Oh my god! Right, stop banging on about oh, Europe stop, now. But it's great. It is great. It's but great we've talked about it every it. section. Right. Um, why are t- English clubs dominating? Dominating, seemingly Crushing. on uh, Crushing all fronts. It's gone unnoticed how much Arsenal and Chelsea have done that as well. You know? It's also noticed the quality of what they've done to get there. Because everyone yeah. thinks that cup is, so, is is an easier cup to win. It's not. Like this is the cream of the crop throughout Europe. Uh, and if you follow both teams' progression, yeah. you'll see they both show extremes amount no, of quality been, to get they've through. They've been interesting. We can't. That's why they're in the final. That's we, why we did. Yeah, I tell you now. That's why they're there. So we previewed the we previewed the final last week, um, and it's a very interesting game. As we're recording this, the game is mm. on. So we 
we need to focus on sort of looking ahead and what the impact of this actually is. Do you think that English sides have dominated in Europe this year? Or Absolutely. Like, more than I've ever seen. I can't yeah. think of another time where, where... Like, look at the finals. It's incredible. It is incredible that all four have gone it's in. It's huge. Um, there's been a, more of a... Like, tell me that's not good for the Premier League brand. Yeah, there's... It's look, huge. There's been a like little that's bit... Ju- for next year, like, transfers, it was. It used to be a case of, oh, well, right, yeah, okay. okay. But now it's, like, opened up a lot, especially yes. when you consider, like, massive players like Ramos looking for another club. And you consider like all of those, all of those high-profile players throughout look eyeing it up to come, come to yeah. work in the, the Premier pro- League. Do you know my issue with this though is that there's going to be a lot of players who look at this and think, you know, oh, the Premier League is obviously where it, where the best football is being played right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I personally do not agree with that statement. I don't think the best football is being played in the Premier League, but it is a very dom. It, it's an interesting league. I genuinely have... The Premier League has not been competitive this season. Or last season. And it's concerning me. But the theatre that there's, there's been played within this... But look, this it's yeah. been great. It's not a case of it's going to be open. There's like a five or six horse it's race to get there. It's confusing that there's some teams in this final. But look, look at the impact of getting those like six, five, five massive clubs mm-hmm. in, like in and peppered around Europe because of that. It's yeah. huge. I'm look, looking ahead to sort of the impact that it has. Uh, what it also shows then to a certain extent, obviously with Wolves qualifying next year for Amazing the Europa. Story. Um, what it's shown is that it is probably competitive. I said this Atlanta a few weeks ago. Well. No, I said it's competitive from... It's competitive in the bottom. There's about six teams that it's always competitive around. Mm. And then the middle bit's a bit competitive. But this year, the the title and it hasn't been... It's been a competitive title race, but it wasn't competitive from the other teams. Mm. So, like, they, thirds was a long way behind, you know? And it's... Chelsea had just, just about got there. I also, so, it's a weird league. I also know? think it eradicates hatred through media for, for like, those four teams specifically... Yeah, I think it eradicates that because it shows both the quality on the biggest level and it shows you that the level of competition is extremely high. So that's why Man City's treble is to be celebrated because that just doesn't happen very often. That is huge because you're usually hoping for one trophy. But they've that's broken records. For. They've broken records two years on the trot now yeah. because they broke over the hundred point mark last season. For sure. And now they've done this. It's... But with this, it sort of laments those teams that have all the quality to get by. Look how many times we've 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 seen bad press for Chelsea. Look how many times it's like beginning of the season again. I remember like it's swaying towards oh Mo Salah hasn't scored as many as he usually does, and Liverpool are looking trash. Yeah. That was at the beginning mm. of the season. Yeah. And so it just laments the fact that okay, well you can't really. It's unjustified to say that at this at this a high level of competition. So I think it's nothing but great things. Yeah, look, it's it's done really well. Can I can I throw? I love Sari as well. I think they should give him another another. another oh, he definitely deserves it. Sari hasn't been there long enough. Mm. He didn't have much of a pre-season and he's, deve- he's implementing a new strategy. Look, when can I, can Emery I th- has and he's progressed to this level, regardless if they win it or not. Yeah, and look, Poch has had a renaissance almost. Been... You know, Poch has had this almost... Oh, that's beautiful. That's so romantic. A Poch renaissance. His reaction. I think his reaction He was so to... pure. Was so yeah, the, the semi-final. It made the result purer. Yeah. Because of his reaction to it. Just 
him crying. That's Real Madrid talking about. You know, it, I know that was ridiculous, wasn't it? But look, a lot of ridiculous yeah, things happened in Real Madrid that we'll that, talk about all later. All that authenticity of football comes out. I haven't seen that since no, the tears of uh, Sir Alex Ferguson when yeah, he won. Yeah, look, the it's all the eyes will def- of Europe will definitely be on the British sides. European eyes because they've they've done remarkably well, even. You know, lesser results along the way to the mm. as such lesser. But look at Spurs. You know that Man City game. Again, look. We watched that game. Look how mad that game was when they beat Man City in the Champions League. Then we've they played spoiled. Ajax. I think we've been spoiled rotten. We have. Look, they played, but they've some of these sides have left their best form for the European titles they're going for. You know, which is I just want the my pro, my problem with the Premier League this year is it's just it's not as competitive as people have made out as a league. But next year, look, let's move ahead briefly and say next year you've got three additions coming into the Premier League in Norwich, Sheffield United and in Aston Villa and now. Villa. Shout out Villa. Yes, Shout Pete. Shout out. Um, Blender coach, Pete. We are... We're looking at a huge club coming back in in Villa. We're looking at a team that have done extremely well in the Championship in Norwich. They've played some exciting football. And then you're looking at a side that have against all odds scraped in. Can I give a shout out? I would suggest that... I would suggest that out of those, Sheffield United are going to struggle next season. I think they will be the plucky underdogs like Cardiff were this year that were desperately trying to hold on. I think that's their role. I think Villa could feasibly finish Norwich are going to mid-table. Mid- I wonder if Norwich are like Fulham. When Fulham set fire to the Championship and were brilliant and they came up to the Premier League and were like, I don't know how to play this way. I don't know what's going on really. Yeah, Norwich, that's my fear for Norwich, that they come up, they try and play the same football they did in the Championship and they go, mm. nah, it don't work up here. Should we do a, like a little shout out? Yeah, go on then. All right, should we shout right, out? Ja- ja- yeah. Shout out. Grealish. Jackie. Yeah, Jack Grealish. He's come from a lot. He's, 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 he's been through the mill, basically. Those boots, man. The boots were in tatters. Please see them. You have to see them. The boots it, he wore for the final were an absolute mess. It, they weren't. They, they were. They were wonderful. They oh, were, they were wonderful brilliant. collectors' items. But yeah, and he's done well. You know, to going from the fact that it looked as though he was joining Spurs to then signing a new contract Sheesh. to then being made Sometimes captain. Things just work out. Right, really Aston nicely. Villa. Now think of it this way: Aston Villa are owned by an Aston Villa fan. They're managed by an Aston Villa fan and their captain is an Aston Villa fan. Yeah. Like, to get that club to the Premier League with it's that like ownership... It's a dream team. That is... It's a dream team. Yeah, um, that's exactly what you want as a football fan. If your fan, if your club is being run by somebody who supports Aston, the same club as you mm. and is managed by someone who supports that club as well and is owned by someone who supports the club, that's, that's the dream. That is the dream as a so, fan. So, yeah, look, next season... So that's that. It's going to be good. I think that it's the Premier League... I think, how can we sum this up? Competitive league, it, the Premier League is a competitive mm. league. It, it, yes. To a certain extent. Mm. Less or so to others because of the gap between second and third. But, Where are you going with this? What's this but, about? You with all those things, is the Premier League is actually a pretty damn good league. Isn't Thank it? you. Should we end on that? Let's end on that. All right. Yeah, this is good. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. Italy. Italy. That's... I like Italy. That's in Europe. Um, it is in Europe. It's been a really, really, really big weekend for uh, Syria. 
we just thought we had we did talk a bit Syria last week, but we thought we had to come back because it's been a it's been a, a, a huge change. Like Andrea Barzagli left Juve. Yes. And has retired. We were just talking about Juve. Yeah. Um Allegri, that was his last game in charge of Juve. There's he's, a lot of change, isn't there? Yeah. Daniele De Rossi, Conti. he's leaving Roma. Um Gattuso. Yeah, Gattuso. Right, since since la- we recorded last week, all those things we knew were happening, but since last week now, Gattuso has left as manager of AC Milan and Leonardo has left as chief executive. So that's... Maldini is still there. Maldini is still is, is there at the minute, but Leonardo has gone. So there's, there's two AC Milan legends leaving a club that are that's massive. in trouble. Yeah, you well, know they. No, yeah. they are. They are in trouble. Roma again. Roma, look, Roma. Ranier, that Ranieri post. Roma is wonderful. Genuinely made us well up this week because yeah. how well they've done it. But Roma do things from, very well. They do. One thing from a footballing perspective, however, is next season is a very, very dangerous season for Roma because they've lost a huge, huge player. They're, look, they're losing a manager again because he's just came in as a SOS sort of deal. Um, it yeah. looks as though did so, a job. Yeah, and they haven't had a successful year this year. They've been more successful on social media than they have on the pitch, and it's going to be a big year for them next year. I think there's a big job on their hands next year, Roma. Uh, as is AC Milan. AC mm-hmm. Milan is a huge job. Inter and Atalanta, however, Inter have qualified again for the Champions Year, second year in a row, and that's the first time they've done that for years and years and years. Um, and Atalanta, amazingly, Big have up. qualified Atalanta. for the Champions League for the first time in their history. They finished very good. They had a very, very good season. We shouted these out a long, long time ago, how Atalanta were having one of the best seasons in Europe. And it's continued, and they're in the Champions League, and they thoroughly deserve yeah, it. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, can we move across to Spain? Let's go to Spain. Let's go to Spain. Espanol. Um, Sergio Ramos. Yeah. Sergio Ramos, in one of the craziest stories that we've heard... That is, yeah. Which, which side do you align to? Right. Well, what I can't... Because we were, we in jest said, ha, 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 when he got yellow-carded with that match suspension. Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's Ramos, was, isn't it? He was filming his own documentary, so they say. But... Yes, he was. Look, there is the... You if they be say... cynical about it. They can, they've, they've, the point is, Real Madrid have got full control over that player, so they can... Instantly say, well, no, it's you're in, not moving. We'll, well no, it look, it's interesting. Rot that, in the reserve. It's, yeah, it's interesting that what's happened is that Real Madrid have said, you know, Perez has come out and said, look, is it him and his agent came to speak to me. And they said, we've had a lucrative offer from China. Can you, but due to the regulations of the team in the league, they can't offer a transfer fee. So can you rescind his contract? And he'll leave Real Madrid on a free. And Perez has sort of said, I just said, no, I can't let you leave on a free. You're captain of Real Madrid. Of course, I can't let you leave on a free. That sets a dangerous precedent for the rest of the squad. And then, Ramos looks as though it's... And then? Yeah, Ramos just looks like he wants to be gone. You know? He's survived so many years in that... In that if not the most pressurised team to play in. Because if you can't get and they don't take to you, no matter how good Gareth Bale is, no matter what type of... Like, how good you are, Ronaldo... Yeah. When he was there last season. Yeah. You're going to cop a lot of stick because of it. Stick, cop, lot. It's, a, you are, it's the it's biggest pr- stage. And those Real fans are, if not some of the pressure. toughest fans to, to appease. 
They are. You can never appease Real Madrid fans. You know, this is a team that sacked the Champions League winning manager because he didn't win La Liga. Mm. That's the level that you're at here. He won the Champions League, but because he finished second in La Liga, they sacked him. Mm. That's a huge amount of pressure. So for Ramos to navigate and almost become... People forget that Sergio Ramos is not Real Madrid, you know, born and bred. They forget that they bought him. That's how synonymous this player has become with the club. Um, I don't like that outsider mentality, though. It's, it's, it gets in the way of a lot. It does. It's just, it's a, it's a, I just think it's a mark of the man that he's, he wasn't, you know, didn't come up through the youth ranks. You know, mm. he was bought in. But he's become a legend of that club. I think he's, you know, he's been a magnificent servant. We all know what Sergio Ramos is. He's snidey, you know. You know what he's going to be. I think, but he's, he's still, a great centre back. He's still considered, if not one of the best centre backs in the world right now. Uh, he's he's what he's up there. He's always been there consistently, though. Tell you what, I'd love to 33. see. I would love to see Sergio Ramos play in Italy. Like I'd love to. I'd love to see him play in the I Premier League you, as I well. I just, that, I said, look, I said in jest. He can suit both, but that's what makes him a world class. Well, look, back. I said in jest. Um, when uh, Bluebell's Adam Hewins was on the podcast at Broken Hair, shout out to both. Um, I suggested as a joke what Liverpool should have done this season was sign Sergio Ramos to partner Van Dijk. DVD. Because it, I think all the drama between Sergio Ramos and Liverpool fans after that final where they said he injured Salah mm. on purpose. Yeah. And did a fall over. Yeah. He, you know, that's what the narrative was. So imagine if Klopp went, okay, right, we're bringing Ramos in. That would have been great to watch. And I don't think it's out of the question that he joins at Liverpool. I really don't. I think Ramos could end up in a lot of places. Premier League, I'd like to see him in Italy just because I'm greedy to see players play in Italy. Um, And it's a romantic place for a 33-year-old to rock up. Like any club in Italy would have him, except potentially Juve. Mm. Any club in Italy would... Snap your arm off right now, Sergio Ramos. And in China. To play at your back. Especially Atletico Ooh. Madrid. Atletico Madrid, Godin is leaving. He's going to Inter, which is an interesting signing. Um, they've lost... Who's their right back that they've lost? I'm going to forget names here. But the Atletico Madrid's back... Like Juanfran. Juanfran. They lost Juanfran. They just came to me then. Shouted Juanfran at you. Juanfran. Um, he's left. There's a lot of players that have left Atletico Madrid. So they need centre-backs. And he's a great... He's a great one. And someone else more selfishly as well. well. I'd absolutely adore to see him at Manchester United. Like, he'd, he'd be exactly what that Man United squad needs right now, Sergio Ramos. Um, he's not, he's not going to do that, though, is he? I, he's not going to do that. I'm no, he's not. Now, he's not. He's not. He's, he's going really to end not. up going, if he leaves... To USA or China. Yeah, more than likely. Right, should, yeah, we, yeah, should yeah, we leave it there? Yeah, 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 around yeah. Europe? Oh, okay, Europe. Very good. Good, carry on, good, 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 good. How quick is a football career? It's super quick, isn't it? Um, It is super quick, considering that if you were now our age, if we're our same age now, that we are now, but we're footballers, Mm. we're pretty much going to be retiring soon. You'd think that, but in the case of Quagliarella... Yeah, look, Quagliarella... Cagliarella is 36 and yeah. he's Serie A top goal scorer. But basically, you're looking at, at our age now, say 34 mm. and above, 
you're now looking at 34, you're being looked at as a footballer, right? You're coming to the end of your career. Mm. How scary is that thought that at our age, players mm. are looking at retirement? And if they're lucky enough, they've made a, a good living from it. That's if the exact not... reason why I've said, spoken about this, because it just identifies uh, the greats in the game need to be sort of respected more or yeah. just to understand it. But even it goes deeper than that. Anyone who considers themselves to play at any sort of level, like semi-professional, professional, whatever, ever point. Yeah. If you get to that, you should, like everyone's gonna be absolutely psyched over that. If you've done that, it's a great achievement because people play grassroots week in week out. For some reason, they've dropped to the wayside, or they're not good enough, or the the injury, or whatever else. To get to that level of considering yourself a professional, a semi-professional football player makes you. If you really love that game and you get paid for the thing that you yeah. really like doing, it's fantastic. So any pro footballer should be proud. But a career is so short. Those those fantastic careers need like. The, the impactful ones or the ones who have achieved great things. Torres comes to mind. The mm. amount of moves he's made, made in. Do you know what it is? success stories. Right. And you've got Messi and you've got Ronaldo, obviously. But those type of, those Ilka players, like to see it in our age, it's just under, understanding as we get older, we, we I got a bit, a bit misty-eyed last week because I was remembering yeah. the time I used to play FIFA and like had Adriano and Ronaldinho, and you don't realise at the time when that's happening how good those players are. Right, this is what this is my point now about why I'm feeling a bit more um, older, wiser, longer in the. Yeah, teams. I think these reti- these the age that we're living in now with footballers, their career, their short career span is now becoming very almost like personal to a certain extent because these players that are now leaving the game mm. are the first group of players that we can remember their entire careers I, like someone like yeah, say, look at Wayne Rooney yeah so Wayne mm. Rooney you and I are both of an age where we remember his entire career yeah th- those players when we see 16, those players yeah now you've also got we've watched pretty much the entirety of players like Chiellini yeah uh, his career Barzagli Gianluigi Buffon We've pretty much watched the entirety of their careers and they're coming to an end. So it does paint a devastating picture, a picture of how short football sports careers are. I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Yeah. It's a good point. Mm. Old. Hello. Can I help? You have reached listener feedback. This week, we've got a little bit more feedback. My favourite. Yeah. <clears throat> so we've got Love a mixture of people today. We're getting into the upper echelons of, uh, of the high status world. Oh, I'm excited yeah. about these. So, on, then. who's been uh, on the dog and bone? First of all, we had a call. We had a call in from Jason Cundy. He just yeah. says, shut up. That was left on the voicemail late the other, the other day. Don't know if I'm happy about that. Mm. Uh, he got naked on TV. George Ware's cousin. Again. The, again. Uh, it, it wasn't good what he said. And no. As a result, well, I, did, you know I did kick him out of our WhatsApp group. Right. I think now you need to stop. I think we need to block him because this is the third time now he's, he's caused out, us he's an kicked, issue. He's kicked no, out of the group. George Ware's cousin, he's becoming an issue. He got kicked out of the okay. group. Don't Who worry about we it. Right. Okay. We've got Cafu. 
who says, fantastic, excellent, wondrous. And he just like, the, he does that. He's a, okay. um, with, yeah. Uh, Andrew Impey, he left a foul mouth tirade, which I'm really not happy with. Um, Sean sent Ledger, said great stuff. And then he thought he hung up, but he actually didn't. And he was just uh, let off a, another foul mouth rant against Big Ron. Bucky's again, is it? Yeah, all oh. that stuff. Ariana Grande says spectacular. Ariana. Elton John. Elton John. The rocket man himself. Rocket man. He got a bit annoyed because I actually asked what rocket man was about and he couldn't actually answer it. Oh. Mm. There's an, one more message as well. I'm not sure if it got left. It was either Casey Keller or Yuri Geller, but I could not differentiate the two. Well, what was the message? And we'll decipher who it was. Was it Yuri Geller? It was Geller just saying, we, we think you do a good job. Keep going. That could be either. Geller or Keller. And then I sort of went into a little bit of a trance, but that could just be Casey. You don't know what power no. he's got. Mm. Have you ever seen him hold a spoon? <sighs> Have we got any more feedback? That, I, that's, what's that? that's not enough? No, that's, that's enough. That is all the feedback for this week. Mm. Eighty-eight. <sighs> Good episode this week. I think we've had a jaunt. We've had. It's been mm. up and down. It's been all around. It's been left, right. It's been everywhere, Alex. This week. Europe, um, outside of Europe, inside of Europe. Yeah, all, all over. Europe. So yeah, this week um, on Saturday we now have um, our Champions League watch party. A little man coffee that's First sold out. Kind. First of its kind, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a Champions League watch party with a load of people, live podcast, mm. interactive. It's gonna be good. That's sold out now. If you have got a ticket, thank you very much for getting involved yes. and asking for one. Big shout out to you. Um, Should be fun. Also, then looking ahead, July the tenth, we have our quiz show mm-hmm. at Little Man Coffee. Uh, tickets available for that. If you just go on to Facebook and go on to events, you'll see it on there. And then there's a ticket link on there for Eventbrite. So. Buy your tickets that's for that. Easy, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's all we got to say this week. Have you got nice. anything else to add? I, I, hey, I've covered covered it. Yeah. Got a lot on. Right, that's it. Right, thanks very much. Thanks, bye. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? <laughs> Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts, y'all. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new. <coughs> to get started. <coughs>